0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode and my name is Alex Mabe and the host of this podcast where my mission is to lead people towards Christ in every single thing that they do. Before we jump into to, into today's episode, I just want to give God some thanks because he has just been so good and he's just showed up and even in seasons of trial and waiting. He has just showed up every single time. So today I'm going to give two examples in my personal life, how God has showed up and how God can show up in your life too in a season of waiting. And sometimes that's the hardest seasons. What does God want for my life? So before we talk about a season of waiting and what that can look like and how that can feel, let's talk about who God says we are as his children, because you can't believe in God's timing, You can't put trust and faith in God's timing, unless you know who you are, unless you know who God has said that you are. So I'm gonna read this passage from a Bible study that I did, and it's called, For Such a Time As This, and it's by Jackson, last name Jackson. So it says, you were built in a time such as this, God created you with gifts, talents, abilities to glorify Him. He has given you influence, platforms, and resources to reflect Him in this earth. You were created for a purpose. You were intentionally and strategically placed in this earth by God for such a time as this. Your birth was not an accident. Your timing of placement was not by happenstance. God planted you in this earth for His pleasure and delight. What does that all mean? The first thing that I definitely noticed was that God has given us influence. He's given us platform and resources to reflect who he is. So maybe that doesn't mean creating a podcast. That might not mean going and writing a book. That can just simply showing, maybe on just a simple social media platform, who God is and who God says that we are, and how we should be loving. And not only post about it, but act upon it. That we all have a reason why we're here. We all were intentionally and strategically planted by this earth for a time such as this. And that's really what I'm going to be harping on in this episode is a time such as this. So let's talk about what does waiting on God's timing mean? For me, I would say waiting on God's timing can mean like a preparation for what God wants to do in our future. And that doesn't mean, you know, that we're stagnant in our faith now, but it's a season of waiting to see what God wants for our lives, for the future, and I think people get a little confused or maybe misinterpret what waiting on God's timing can mean. Or they know about God's timing and they're just in a season of waiting on God's timing because they're too scared to act. So we'll talk about that too. And we'll talk about how in a season of waiting, we are not only stagnant, but we are constantly pursuing who God is. An example in my life where God was calling me to be in a season of preparation was the beginning of my junior year where God was telling me that I needed to be online. And I was like, God, why? Why do you not want me to go back to school? And he was like, just take a break. And taking a step back, you don't realize how much sin is around you and how desensitized you become until you really take that step back and you're like, wow, like that kind of music didn't bother me before, but now when I listen to it, it just feels dirty. Like truly, it just feels kind of icky. And it's not in a judgmental way. And I'm not like, that's not what I'm saying here. I'm just saying, when you take that step back, you start to realize how desensitized you've become. And for me, God was like, hey, take a step back from the public school. Like, you can go back, but this year, take a step back. Just do a semester at a time. We'll talk about it. And maybe you'll go back second semester. And God said, no, don't go back second semester. And I was like, I'm totally on board with that. But first semester, I was like, God, why do you want me to not go back to school? And he was like, just wait. Like, okay. (laughs) All right. Like, I guess so. And so I took a step back from school and that really just like left me like, okay, what do I do? Like, what do I do with my time? I have so much time. Obviously I have to do my schoolwork, but I have so much time. And when I was really searching for God, God just, for a week straight, legit a week straight, showed me this rainbow. And I was in this season, I was just like broken. I was like, my heart like felt broken. I was like, what am I supposed to do? I need to figure out what my calling is because I want to be diligent and I want to fill a calling that I'm supposed to have. But God was preparing me, preparing me for a season. And so for a week straight, I just saw this rainbow in the sky. And I live in Kansas and it wasn't raining. There was like no rain that whole week. There was just this rainbow and I would be driving. I would look outside and there would just be this rainbow and I was so confused but in that moment I just felt God was calling me to be patient in his timing and so that was something that was really really stuck with me in these times of being online and I truly 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 thank God that I am online this year my junior year of high school because God has been able to show me new relationships. God has been able to provide God has been able to direct me in ways that I could have a future in all aspects of my life. And that is one of the biggest blessings of my life. And now I can see that now from this stance. But from my POV at that time, I did not understand what God wanted for me. And I was so shocked when God said hey be online and some of the hardest battles that we will ever face are the ones that sneak up behind us because we would never expected it to or when I was realizing how desensitized I'd become and I was like wow like that's that's not good that I was that desensitized and I can now see that now but Some of the hardest battles we will ever, ever face are the ones that creep up on us. And sometimes that means being in a season of waiting because so many of us wanna go, 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 go. And especially at my age, when every, every single person is pressuring you to know what you wanna do for the rest of your life, to know what college you want to go to, which I understand that. That's very, very, very understandable. Those are great questions to be asking, but it's a lot of pressure. And when you're at the stage and you're trying to figure out what your calling is and what you're supposed to do, it can feel like a lot of pressure. And when you feel like God's not giving you the answers that you want, or maybe not even an answer at all, it can feel really hard, it can feel lonely. And for me, I never felt like I was alone, but it was like frustrating when people would ask me what I'm supposed to do, and I couldn't give them a straight answer. And it's not because I don't genuinely care, it's because I really do. But God's trying to show me something in this season of preparation. And to kind of go along with the whole idea of when people ask me what I wanna do with my future, back to the beginning of junior year, no idea what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to be a doctor I grew up thinking I was going to be a doctor. I truly thought that's where God wanted me to be, but God shifted my mindset. And he was like, "Mm, maybe not. And I didn't know why, like, I was like, why? I wanna, I I actually wanna be a doctor. That seems like really nice. Like I enjoy learning that chemistry and biology and all that jazz, I enjoy this. Why do you not want me to be a doctor? And he's like, no, like, okay. I guess I'll, I guess I'll see what you want from me. And so now looking back at it, I can see that God's been preparing me, especially, especially with this podcast, where God has been able to open up so many opportunities that I would have never, ever had before. I've been able to go to conferences and meetings about public speaking and about ministry and meet with amazing people that I would have probably never, ever, ever, ever met before. But God was preparing me in that season. And now looking back at it, I can see what God was orchestrating. I had no idea what he wanted for me. but now looking at it, I can see that maybe God's trying to lead me in a path of ministry, a path of public speaking, because I want to help people. I want to create an impact that is lasting. I wanna be that one speaker that it's like, dang, that's that one speaker that stood out to me that one day. I wanna be that person. And so growing with not only my podcast, but my relationship with God, God has been able to show me to be more patient and to be more reliant on him, especially in that season of waiting. And I'm still in that season of waiting. I still don't know exactly what God wants for my future. And it's interesting because I have so many people be like, Alex, 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 how do you like have a podcast? How do you have like the boldness to go talk? How are you not like worried? Or how do you know what you're doing for your future? Stuff like this. I'm like, genuinely, I don't know what my future is gonna look like. God is still unraveling his beautiful plan for me. Just like how God's unwrapping your beautiful plan for you. And it can feel like we're getting left behind when everyone seems, like they know what they're doing in their life, but I'm telling you, do not play the comparison game. Do not ever play the comparison game because God's timing looks different for every single person and it's not gonna all look the same. And you don't need to know every single detail for your future, but as a follower of Christ, we can find a purpose in having a real, An active relationship with God in a season of waiting or preparation. Sometimes we forget that we actually still have a calling and a purpose to fulfill in a season of waiting, which seems kind of funny, but at the end of the day, we have to realize that ultimately God has called us to be a reflection of who he is we're supposed to be representatives of that. And although you might not know every single detail in your future, you can have faith and find a purpose in teaching and spreading the word of who God is. And how that looks in my life is that I don't know what I wanna do for my job in the future. I think it could be public speaking, but i want to wait and see what god has for my life and if that's where he calls me and directs me which i think that is a good possibility then i will leap into that position and i will not look back and i will not be worried because i know this is exactly where god needs me to be even if it's terrifying speaking and i get nervous every single time i record It does get a little bit easier especially with hearing my voice because at first I hated hearing my voice when I recorded now It doesn't bother me as much, but I still get so anxious every single time I record because What if it's not as good? What if the content is weak? No one gets anything from it And that's a very real fear of mine that you guys aren't going to relate to it so every single time I record I'm like God, God, please, God, please make this relate to just one person. If anything, just let it relate to one person. And I think that's something that you have to lay down every single time you walk into something new or something that's scary, especially with being a follower of Christ, that although we can have faith in God and who he is and that we can find joy and like true lasting joy with him, it's a little scary to put yourself out there and to say, hey, I'm a Christian, you should follow my God because He cares about you. Because you could be judged, you could be ridiculed, and that's really scary. But I find my purpose and my identity in who God is. And although I don't know what my overall purpose is, I'm still able to find that. You have to choose to be obedient. And that's really hard, especially in this day and age when you're faced with so much hate from literally every single person. Even if it's someone that says they're a quote unquote Christian, they will still give you that hate because they still have so much hate in their heart for whatever they're dealing with. And so it's really hard to be obedient when you face persecution. And so how can you reflect who God is, even in a season where you're being persecuted and you don't know what God wants for your life? I remember in a season of my life where God was really unraveling his whole plan for my life, and I hadn't felt the Holy Spirit in over a month, which seems kind of silly because some people are like, Alex, I haven't even felt the Holy Spirit, which is totally okay because everyone has, their their personal relationship with God is going to look totally different. There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I try to be very, um, I try to keep my eyes open for the Holy Spirit. I try to be very open to what God wants for my life. I try to be very receiving to that, like open to him. And I hadn't felt him saying anything to me for over a month. And I was like, God, do you, do you hear me? Like, do you hear my cries? Cause I, I, need, I need to hear your voice. My heart is hurting. I need to hear your voice. I need to know that you you care and that you see me. And I just had so much like hate in my heart. I was like, God, why can't I hear you? Why are you not making yourself known to me? And I had prayed this prayer every single day. And I was spending literally hours and hours and hours in coffee shops, praying and reading my word, begging, God to just say one thing. And I was reading Hebrews three, and I don't even remember what Hebrews three was about. But I remember God saying that all this hate is covered in my love. And that was like a slap in the face because I was like, Oh, shoot. (laughs) Wow, I did not realize how my heart was so hateful. And not until months later did I really, really realize the scale of how I was just angry at God. And that was like a slap in the face because I was like, OK, I don't need to feel all of this. I don't need to feel this much dis- like disdain for God, which is scary to say. But that's truly how I felt. I was angry at God for him not giving me an immediate answer. You know, you don't in this day and age, like you have to train patience, it doesn't just come naturally in a go 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 world like you have to train those skills up, you got to take time out of your day to just be quiet and be patient. And that's hard, because that means you got to think. And that means you got to think about your past. And that means you got to think about your actions. And that's scary. But I'm telling you, when you build those skills up, that's when you hear God, it's when you're being still and you're taking time to deliberately be with him. In a season of preparation, use it and as, as an advantage. Be still with God. He wants to speak to you. He is using what you need to, he's building these skills up for what you need to do in your future. You need to build those skills up, but you need to be diligent with God so he can give you a future that is God honoring and something that will reflect who he is. When waiting on God's timing, do not be stagnant in your faith. In the moment, find a reason that you are supposed to be there. You might not know what the big picture is, but God does. And in this moment, you need to be obedient to what God has called you to do, which You might not know the big picture, but that means that you need to be obedient and you need to represent who God is, even when it's hard, even when you face persecution. You don't need to be anxious that you don't know the big picture because that means you're not ready for it. And when you feel like God's closing doors that you thought you were supposed to go, just like how I thought I was supposed to be a doctor, it's not rejection, it's just redirection. I wasn't supposed to be a doctor because maybe I'm supposed to be a speaker. Maybe my impact wasn't being a doctor, but maybe my impact is being a speaker. Maybe I'm supposed to be a leader in that way. But on the other side of this conversation, it's the idea of are you waiting a little bit too long? Although you are going out and you are being kind and generous and loving and a reflection of who God is, is it still stagnant? Because you can be stagnant in sin and you're not going anywhere, but can you also be stagnant in faith? And that's a question I've had to ask myself is, "Am am I excelling in life? And I know I'm 17 and I'm young and life has been little (laughs) compared to most people am i excelling or am i exceeding expectations that i have for myself am i pushing not only myself but others around me to also excel i think it's really important to always push yourself and to always push others around you and that doesn't mean you have to go out and do something crazy but it means pushing yourself outside of the comfort zone on a daily basis to make a difference. And just like how recording this podcast and how I get nervous every single time I record that it's not gonna be good, it's my calling. I'm supposed to step into this. I'm supposed to be faithful with this. So although it makes me a little comfortable and it makes me nervous and I'm not gonna do a good job, that's the enemy and I know that I need to do this because it's changing lives and that it does help people and it people do relate to this. And so that's what God's really called for my life. God has given us influence and platforms and resources to reflect him. So I encourage you, if there is something in your life where you can reflect who God is, if there is a way that you can represent he is then why are you not taking these actions because there is blessing in being obedient with God's calling on that Bible study that I was doing it said don't let your placement die in the wilderness that's so true because you might have had a passion for something but you lose the motivation or you lose the end goal. And I've tried to be very diligent with trying to answer what God's calling is. And I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, no one is. But diligence helps, being consistent helps. And to go back to the story with the rainbow and how God was telling me to wait on His timing and that He would make it known to me what He wants for my life and where I need to be And last week, I was reading on a porch outside and I was just chilling and I had this little rock that I had picked up from the night before on a beach and I just had it laid out and I look up from reading and I see this ray of a rainbow in a straight line going directly over the seashell and I was so shook to my core like hold up i haven't seen a rainbow in a long time and last time i saw a rainbow it was a while back and it was and it was when i was hurting and i've seen a few rainbows since then and it's been a great reminder but i've not seen it in a long time not seen a rainbow in a long time and there was just this little ray of a rainbow right over the rock And god was like you needed to be homeschooled so you could be here in florida you needed to be here because this is where your impact might be this is where maybe your future is where you're supposed to be and whatever that means and whatever god wants for my life that stood out to me and I don't know why that happened. I don't know why it went directly over the little seashell that I picked up. But that shook me. And I knew this was exactly where God needed me to be. And that although I still think I'm in the season of preparation, that it is coming to an end, that God is going to start using me in beautiful ways to be able to fulfill a calling that he has had and a promise that he has had for my life. Man, this was a really fun episode to record. I think this is maybe one of my favorites I've ever recorded. But I hope you guys took something out of this. I hope that this was cohesive because I had a lot of stories in there. But God loves you guys all so incredibly much. And he has a true calling for your life. You don't have to be stagnant. You don't have to be stagnant in sin. You don't have to be stagnant in your faith. You can go out and you can reach people. Become comfortable with the idea of doing basic acts of bravery in your faith. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I love you. Bye.